This is Remember When with Harvey Deegan on 882 6PR. And here we are back with Remember When for this hour. We've got a couple of very, very interesting topics to bring to your attention. First of all, good day to David McDonald. How are you going, David? Good, thanks, Harvey. How is yourself? Yeah, nice to have you back on. The, very well, thanks, mate. Nice to have you back on the show. It's quite uh, quite good to be back. Good time of night, too. Yes, absolutely. Oh, well, I hope you're relaxing back there with a cup of coffee or something a little stronger, uh, mate. Yeah, I am now. It's uh, Now they stop burning over this way, I can uh, breathe again. Oh, where's that? At Armadale, I live. At, really? Uh, they had the, the uh, burnings the last time I was on, and the place was full of smoke. Oh, dear. But uh, anyway, I haven't got it tonight, so I've got no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mate. Well, you've got a very interesting story, sad story, unfortunately, but uh, tell us all about um, Officer Larson. Yeah, well, Officer Robert Larson, he was a well-liked policeman. In, in the This is only about a year in his life when he was stationed at Williams. But he was a serving member of the WA Police Force from 1915 until 1946, and he'd seen service in metropolitan area, Williams, Yalgoo and Reedy's in the country areas, and finally at the traffic branch where he retired as the traffic prosecuting sergeant. Uh, in his time as that, he processed over 10,000 uh, prosecutions for traffic, so they were going quite well in those days too. <laughs> as a constable, while serving at Williams, he arrested Donald MacDonald, alias Bassett, a known petty criminal who was wanted for several minor offences and one of false pretences, which recently had taken place at Midland Junction. Constable Larson received this information that MacDonald was on a push cycle in his district and travelling in the direction of Pingley. And as a result of that, the officer and a telephone linesman by the name of James Lewis, R. Larson, he requested to accompany him, left Williams in Constable Larson's vehicle at 3.30 a.m. on June the 5th, 1927, and proceeded towards Pingley. At Staunton Springs, they came across MacDonald, who was subsequently arrested on warrant, and as Lewis went to pick up the bicycle, MacDonald pulled out a revolver, pointed it at Larson and shouted, I'll blow your brains out. Without any hesitation, Larson charged at him, However, a bullet hit him in the stomach area and Larson still kept going and grappled with him and giving Lewis an opportunity to seize the gun. Now, although bleeding and weak from a shot to Larson, was able to handcuff the offender and drive to a nearby farm where he enlisted the aid of a farm labourer to drive the vehicle to Pingley where he handed the offender over to Constable Ryan and Larson was immediately assisted by the local doctor and taken to hospital where he recovered, although it took 16 days in hospital and two months recuperating. Gee. As a direct result of his bravery, he was awarded the highest medal in the police force at that stage, was the King's Police Medal for Valour. And MacDonald was sentenced to life imprisonment and died in Fremantle Prison in 1944. But the story does not end here. On the 28th of February, 1928... Constable Larson was again called upon to do his duty in conducting a search for a missing girl and, as a result, came across the dead, beaten, mutilated nude body of Ivy Lewis, who had also been shot in the head with a shotgun. The scene was absolutely horrific and, according to the Truth newspaper, 
this King's medalist police officer broke down and wept like a child. Mm. However, I might add that according to other newspapers, not a soul had dry eyes when the child was found, and no wonder why the child was only 12 years of age. Oh, Larson was arrested. Larson, sorry, was Larson arrested a person by the name of Jack Milner, and in company with the, with the now Sergeant Ryan, locked him in a secure room at the Darken Hotel. As a vocal crowd had gathered and the scene was starting to look like becoming very ugly, the officers took the first opportunity they had, left the hotel through a rear door and drove the murderer to Narragin Police Station, basically for his own protection. I was going to say there'd be a lynch mob ready to go if they had any opportunity. Well, that's what I believe. It, it, it has indicated that in the report yeah. that there was a lynch mob gathering, you know. Yeah. Uh, I guess they would have been too in those days. For oh, sure, yeah, certainly. for sure. Although Constable Larson was the arresting officer, Sergeant Ryan continued the inquiries. However, Larson was the, the state's most important witness in the following trial. And when the trial was held, the jury took 15 minutes to find the accused guilty. And as a result of the normal appeals being lost, Jack Milner was hanged. Milner was hanged at 8 a.m. on May the 21st, 1928. Constable Larson was a highly popular and respected officer who was given a very large send-off by the town and the district residents at the King's Hall, Williams, where the old saying, a policeman's life is not always a happy one, certainly was heard, and in this sentence, that is quite true. Constable Larson only served one year and one month at uh, Williams um, before he went back to Perth. I believe it, uh, it said because his wife was ill and... I. I suppose he didn't. He was away for about three months with his injuries. So the story behind this officer is, in particular, the murder of Ivy Lewis. It's quite long, too long for the radio, and it's detailed very much. And I would suggest that if any of the listeners are interested in this story, particularly the one of Ivy Lewis, more information is available on Trove and searching the names of Constable Larson, Ivy Lewis, Donald MacDonald, and Jack Milner. Milner will give you the full extent of the incidents. It's quite lengthy, and uh, some of the things are not really suitable for putting over the air. Oh, dear. So it's, well, it was a very horrific uh, murder. There will be people who believe that the murder got his just desserts at the end of a rope. There's no two ways about that. Wouldn't no, there is a lot of them believe that, for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, it wouldn't happen these days, of course, but uh, we're not going to open up that debate, that's for sure. No, that's and, a big debate, that one. Yeah, and I imagine there's a fair bit on uh, the uh, Police Historical Society website too, David? Yeah, we've, we've on our website, that's uh, policewahistory.org. Um, you just run it up, there's quite a few stories on there, uh, which is of interest to a lot of people. I believe there's quite a few in reading it uh, through the COVID-19. So I think we're going to try and update it shortly with more stories on that. Uh, it's what we're discussing anyway at the moment. Well, that's a great but, idea. And, yeah, people have had a little bit more time on their mind and uh, yeah. time on their hands, I should say. And I couldn't think of occupying uh, their time in a better way because it's a great um, uh, it's a great website and it gives us a, a terrific insight into policing through the ages. No, no it, look, it does. And it, it also, a lot of these stories uh, that I, I go through lately looking at them is the one I had intended to bring was the one of uh, O'Connor, the youngest policeman killed in WA. He was only 18, uh, which was going back in the 1830s, 1840s, sorry. Uh, I think it was about then anyway. 
I'd have to look it up again. I can't find a lot on him, actually. So I've got to go into State Records Office and see what I can find there. Well, I'm uh, sure you'll dig it up if I, if well, anyone yeah, can do it. You'll do it, mate. That. Yeah. Good on no you, worries David. At all. That's fantastic, mate. Thank you very much for that. It was uh, well, it was a sad story with, I suppose, uh, a reasonable ending for Officer Larson. At least he didn't lose his life, but he put himself uh, in a position where he, he may well have done so. But uh, you know, that's that's you know, when we criticise police, and we do, we say they're a bit, you know, they didn't turn up to, um, you know, to, to cover or to investigate this, investigate that, and they get a bit of a hard time. But by gee, I tell you what. As uh, you said, a policeman's lot is not necessarily a happy one. No, it's certainly not. There's pretty sad things happen in the police force at times. I'm lucky I never come across one as bad as this one. Yeah, no, really and truly. All right, David, thank you so much, mate. We look forward to the next time we chat on Remember When. You take care. Yeah, you too. Thank you very much. Thank you, mate. You're very, very welcome.